0: Hello, this is Mark Snowden, and you've reached my podcast. This is preaching to oral learners. Having a background in orality puts me in an interesting situation at times. I think we all recognize that most people in America, especially Cincinnati, have a non-reading preference as orality in America continues to grow. People are not just reading for one, but I'll save that topic for another blog. For this podcast, I'd like to address preaching for oral learners. At a pastor's conference a few years ago, I took on the topic, orality in preaching. What I was a little shy about is that I would be following Herschel York, who at that time was Southern Seminary's preaching professor. Okay, he was the keynote and I led a breakout, but I still had 15 eager pastors attending my session. The interesting thing to me was that Dr. York didn't sound all that different from what I was ready to teach. And he was focused on expositional preaching. He used different words for some things, but we were remarkably close. It helps that I had been trained by preaching professors like Grant Lovejoy, who taught at Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. So let me give you five tips for using orality in your preaching. Number one, stay in the story. Oral learners don't like to skip around the Bible. By sticking with one passage, then it's possible to focus on the main Bible truth that it conveys. Skipping around often pulls truth out of their context to make your point instead of God's point. Also, the story is easier for them to reproduce. Number two, convey all the text first. Tell the Bible story. And don't break it up to do the exegesis along the way. You can tear it apart verse by verse later on, but get it entrenched and intact while everyone is still listening and awake. Okay, I preach too. Number three discovery. What does the exegesis? Who does the exegesis? In small groups like Bible studies, it's wise to ask open-ended questions and allow the discovery to happen by the participants. When you're the lone voice in the pulpit, then what if you ask open-ended questions and just let them hang in the air for a bit? Allow for quiet. Engage the imaginations of those in the pew. Help them become active learners. You can do your explanation, of course, as a matter of proclamation. But remember that Jesus asked questions that led the listener to truth. Number four, organization. Preachers are taught to use an outline in presenting their expositional sermons. They present the text, application, and then response. In oral methods, we've learned that it's a lot, a lot easier to remember head, heart, and hands. Head helps everyone learn the story without embellishing it. The text. Heart gets at the application in our lives. And hands is not only a personal response, but a response that often demands action, which is can be summed up in, I don't know, like ministry or witness, things like that among those that we know who need the biblical truth. Number five, oral Bible. Each Bible story helps internalize God's word. It's the essence of hiding or storing up God's word mentioned in Psalm 119, 11. When the stories are strung along chronologically, that is one method to help learn the redemptive arc of God's meta narrative. And if the story is placed firmly in a specific context, it's possible to return later and fill in some additional details that oral learners crave. In our world today, people simply do not know Bible stories, not really intact where they can reproduce them accurately. When preaching, we sling words from the pulpit that people just don't know, sin for one, Is that just something that we feel guilty about when we get caught? They often know God, but not Jesus. And Satan and the Holy Spirit don't really exist, do they? George Barna, in his book, Think Like Jesus, pointed out that due to rampant biblical illiteracy, people have been actually making up their own theology. And today's preachers for the masses are no longer in our churches, but on our movie screens, our TV commentary, and coming through the voices of friends who just don't know any better and sure aren't basing their ideas on God's word. Now, back to preaching the word of God. Proclaiming is biblical, and you'll want to do that. No, No issue there. The Apostle Paul had churches full of oral learners. I think that maybe why 1 Corinthians 14.9 says that we should be speaking using words people can understand. Now, I know he was talking about speaking in tongues or not, but at the same time, when oral methods are used, I found that I can communicate in a way that leads to what Paul pointed out in Romans 10.17 that calls for faith by hearing and hearing by the word of God.